0: The goaltenders will take center stage in the Stanley Cup final. Aiden Hill of the Golden Knights, Sergei Bobrovsky of the Florida Panthers, two netminders that are in a zone. We will break down the goalie matchup right here on Locked On Golden Knights.
1: Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome aboard, Tony Credasco and Chris Golick. We come to you from Las Vegas, where the mercury is rising, and so are ticket prices for the Stanley Cup final.
1: I don't know. That's good, Tony. That's good.
0: That's good. That's good. <laughs> you could find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. And, of course, uh, you could find us on our YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. Yeah, what about those ticket prices, though? I mean, they're out of control right now.
1: For now. Let's wait and see once... I mean, we're, there's a story within a story here. Let's wait and see what happens once, like, season ticket holders get their hands on them and, you know, get a little competition going. They're going to drop a little bit. They're going to drop a little bit. So I got
0: a geography lesson uh, earlier today. I didn't know where Sunrise, Florida was actually at, okay? Um, I thought that it was a very close suburb to Miami and find out it's about an hour away. So, But I still say but it's part of the Miami market. And so, yeah, it's still South Florida.
1: This is what the listeners were dying to hear, Tony. Good job.
0: Our rundown, we've got Bob versus Hill. We've got Chris versus Tony. We've got three stars of the first three rounds and we've got the cons by candidates. Uh, so it should be a good battle between VGK's Aiden Hill and Sergey Bobrovsky, uh, neither goaltender, um, was in net when they started the playoffs. Uh, when you look back, neither one of these players uh, were between the pipes. We saw but really playing well. Um, he came in in the third game. I think it was against Boston. Game three. And proceeds to go 11 and 2, 2.21 goals against Burge, a 0.95 save percentage. What else can you say there? But Aiden Hill has more than held his own. Aiden Hill came to percentage. Uh, but Hill has really stood on his head at times. A seven and three record, two point oh seven goals against average, and uh, he's done really well save percentage wise
1: with a point nine three seven. So looking at the battle, I've been very high on Bobrowski, and someone pointed out on YouTube they're like, "Cool, good story, bro." But Hill's numbers are better, and I scratch my head took that in for a second and you kind of hit him up a little bit there but the difference in the numbers right now Hill 7 and 3 207 goals against 937 save percentage two shutouts and then you have Babrowski, who is just a tick worse in both of those categories 2.21 goals against 935 and and one shutouts the interesting number according to money puck is looking at the expected goals against goals Saved above expected, and basically, what this is saying is high quality saves, more danger chances, and stuff like that. That's where Babrowski ranks one in the league, and Aiden Hill is shortly behind in three. But, like, looking at the expected goals against uh, Aiden Hill 27.39, with 21 goals against Babrowski, 33 goals against expected goals against 52. So, that tells me a couple things right there. The first thing it tells me is that. Babrowski is playing great. Let's not take anything away from him. Second thing that tells me is the Florida Panthers defense is not playing that great. They are giving up many, many, many high danger chances and even many more high danger chances than uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, just simply according to these metrics right now. So credit Babrowski, credit Hill for what's happening. But this is a huge opportunity for VGK to take advantage of a leaky Florida Panthers defense. Last time we saw a leaky
0: defense was with the Dallas Stars, especially early on, early in games. My goodness. Uh, But Bovrowski started off with a record of 12, 13, and 2, and a 3.24 goals against average, and he had a lower body injury, and then he was out for a while when he returned. Um, He really didn't play much, and they started to go a lot with Alex Lyon and uh, Lyon was 6-0 and down the stretch. And so that's why they felt Paul Maurice thought that he had the hot hand. So they went with him. And then, of course, uh, game three against Boston, I think it was a four to nothing um, score in that game where they were trailing uh, Boston in game three. And then they went to Bobrovsky and they never looked back. And um, 25 saves, I think, in that game where he came in uh, part time. And they saw that he was back in form. And, how do uh, how do goaltenders lose that confidence uh, to where the you know we've seen him when he's at the top, two Vezinas. we saw when Bobrovsky was with Columbus, um, knocking off Tampa in the first round the Dominating. President's Cup yeah uh, winner and like and then they sort of lose their confidence they lose their edge uh, it's a mental game as much as a physical game for goaltenders.
1: I can't imagine the pressure that goaltenders do feel. I mean, you know, imagine and people say, oh, he's making $10 million. He doesn't feel anything. Folks, you're never going to remove the human element and emotion from this game. I don't care how much money you make. It's just never going to go away. These guys care. And you have to care to get your team to this point of this, you know, in the Stanley Cup playoffs and obviously the Stanley Cup final um, th- This reminds me of a couple things. So remember when the Golden Knights, the last time we were in the Stanley Cup final, uh, braden Holpe, goaltender for the Washington Capitals. He was not the goaltender that started for the playoffs. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it either Darcy Kemper or Phil Grubauer? I believe yeah. it was one of those two fellows that started, and then they uh, came slow out of the gate, oddly enough, against the Columbus Blue Jackets. They were down 0-2. They lost two home games, I believe and then rallied to win that series, and then obviously the rest is history, knocking off the Vegas Golden Knights in T-Mobile Arena in Game 5 to carry the Stanley Cup off the ice. So, you know, you kind of have a similar thing happening here, and to be completely honest, I didn't even know Babrowski didn't start the playoffs, so maybe I need to do a little more research about, uh, about the enemy, so to speak. But listen, he's who we're dealing with right now, and, you know, I, I really, it didn't hit me until now, the leakiness of the Florida Panthers defense. I mean, I really think this is a good chance for Vegas to possibly get some high danger chances, and hopefully they can finish better than, you know, an injured Carolina Hurricanes team, a damaged Bruins team that forgot how to play hockey in the playoffs. And uh, who else did they play? Who was there? Carolina, not New Jersey. Toronto. Boston, Toronto, yeah. They just stop it. Toronto. Toronto counts for nothing as far as playoffs go. So, uh, you know, people are saying VGK hasn't faced a team in the Florida Panthers as far as how aggressive they are and what to expect. Well, I got news for you, Florida Panthers fans. You guys haven't faced a VGK team yet either, and it's going to be a fun, fun battle as, uh, you know, this uh, goaltender chess match continues. I mean, this is the prize fight, right? These are going to be goaltenders trading punch per – Punch for punch, blow for blow. Whoever blinks first, you know, is going to lose. It's good. This is this could be the the situation where the coaches are saying if we had that one more save. But it's going to be in a two to one game instead of a five to four type of game. So it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be a lot of fun to break it down uh, after this thing finally starts. I mean, Saturday feels like it's forever away right now. Yeah. And uh, we'll have the
0: first two games Saturday, Monday here in Las Vegas. But the good things for the good thing for the goaltenders is that there is a break. And then the next game, game three, won't be until Thursday. So they do have a little bit of uh, time to travel, get acclimated. And it's good for the goaltenders, too. Time change. Big time uh, change. Yeah. In between the series. Um, Was Hill the second or the third goaltender in the rotation coming into the playoffs? Uh, was he officially uh, the backup to Larry Brosseau? I mean, because, okay, let's say, all things considered, the goaltenders were all healthy, okay? And you had Logan Thompson, and Laurent Brassois, and he would not be
1: seen. And it at all. It's very interesting how this would have shaken out had all three goalies been healthy coming in. All I mean, and we're not going to count Jonathan Quick in this, but you know, Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill, and Laurent Bressois I mean, how would this have shaken out? Then Jonathan Quick, obviously, God. is you know on the pine, you know, waiting in in the wings just in case two goalies get injured, which happened. Um, You have to think Logan Thompson would have had the first nod, and the fact that Aiden got injured down the stretch, Brosois would have had the second nod, and Aiden Hill would have been waiting in the wings, and, you know, he's playing at a phenomenal pace right now. So I got no clue how this would have shaken out if all, if all three goalies would have been completely healthy. Let's give Tony a second here. We're having uh, some... Some late-night gremlins, everybody. This is what happens when we record late at night. The gremlins like to uh, come out and play. But uh, the last thing we're talking about here is how do you shape the goalie matchup had all three goalies been healthy? And, you know, which goalie does give us the best chance to go blow for blow, so to speak, against Sergei Babrowski. And listen, again, the numbers don't lie. Aiden Hill does have a slightly better save percentage. Um, Aiden Hill does have a slightly better goals against who Tony trying to come back right now. Um, And, you know, he's got two shutouts in less games played. So when you look at it like that, you know, you have to wonder exactly how coach Bruce Cassidy would have uh, spun the goalie rotation dial. If all three goalies were healthy. Coming up next,
0: uh, we'll take a look. We have our predictions or our picks. I should say. For three stars for VGK uh, through the first three rounds. And, of course, my picks, as always, will surprise you. Stay with us. Back with more right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. And of course, there's great promotions every day. It is a very safe and secure app that you can use, and you do get paid instantly. And there's no better place to bet all the playoff action at America's than America's number one sports book. So visit uh, fanduel.com slash lockdown and get a no sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's fanduel.com slash lockdown. Fanduel, the official sports betting partner. Of the National Basketball Association. We are back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Colic, thanks for making us your first lesson each and every day. Make sure that you check out that YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. Subscribe there, and of course, uh, don't forget on Fridays we have WTF What Friday? That is our feature, and that's something that we like all the engagement of the fans. So, Chris, I know I broke up a little bit there, but the We're show good. had to go on. We're, We're good. good. Okay. IBS. Okay. So, oh, that's good for once. It wasn't me for once. <laughs> uh, so, the three stars for VGK through the first three series. Uh, we have our picks. And so, go ahead, do your three stars.
1: All right. So, first star, I think it's going to be Aiden Hill. Um, his goals against his save percentage, his calmness, his demeanor. Everything he is doing back there is radiating amongst not just the defense, but the forwards as well. There is just a trust. There is the synergy that is just helping the entire team right now. And I hate to bring up Robin Leonard in a negative uh, light, but this is something you didn't see when Robin was the goaltender last season with the VGK. Maybe it's not fair to say that because Robin was injured. He was trying his best, but it was clear. He was damaged goods for probably two-thirds of his starts last season. So Aiden Hill, first star. I feel pretty confident in that. Uh, next up, I'm going Jack Eichel. I still love the stat line in round two against the Oilers. When Eichel was on the ice for five-on-five play, the Golden Knights had an 11-1 and goal differential against the Edmonton Oilers. So what that means is all the goals that were scored when Eichel was on the ice, the score was 11-1 to Vegas. That is a testament to how well of a defensive responsible game he plays on top of contributing on the offensive side of the puck. And then uh, my third star right now, Tony's going to be William Carlson. I'm curious if uh, you have him up anywhere. Uh, I dug something up on Twitter and basically here's, here's the stat line here. This is pretty good. Carlson's played about 218 minutes. Logging eight goals, three primary assists, no penalties taken, and he has played forty percent approximately of his minutes against the other team's top forwards. On top of that, the goal differential in those situations is fourteen for Vegas and five for the opposition. Um, I don't want to get too deep in this, but this reminds me of uh, a a uh, postseason that Duncan Keith had of the Chicago Blackhawks, and we'll hit on that a little more in segment three. So. That's my three stars, Aiden first, uh, Jack second, and uh, your favorite, WK71 for the third star, Tony Cordasco.
0: Okay, my three stars from the third star up. Okay, I'm going to go with a tie because I couldn't have a tiebreaker. Uh, that's Marcia So and okay, A ladder Carson. match,
1: Tony, a wrestling match, a ladder match to break the tie.
0: I like that. Um, and so Carlson now with 10 goals. Marcia so right behind him with nine. Marcia so will have more goals by the end of the Florida series. I'm okay with that. That's pretty fair. Okay, and then uh, my number two star, like you said, Jack Eichel. Um, Eichel has done everything. He couldn't find the net. He did have a post uh, in the last game against Dallas. But he just uh, – he's out there. His presence is felt. Um, when they scored that Barberchef goal um, a couple of games back, it was uh, Jack Eichel who was just in a fierce battle against the wall. He won the battle. got such
1: the- a great goal, Tony. That was.
0: But- Barbers goes and how much she is a team my Number my number one star, Chris, is Aiden Hill as well because they wouldn't be where they're at, you know, unless Aiden Hill was standing up the way he has. Yes, the defense has played well at times in front of him. I mean, you talked a little bit about a leaky defense uh, for the Florida Panthers at times. PGK's defense is just kind of lost and out of position. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like still uh, Petrangelo um, at times is in no man's land. Uh, we saw the goal by Robertson where Martinez had his back turned. And so a lot of this has been on Aiden Hill. He's really done a tremendous job. And you just have to hope that that continues here uh, through the Stanley Cup final round. Uh, coming yeah, up no next, I mean, uh, we will have. Well. Okay.
1: No, I was just going to say, babe, I was going to agree with you. Uh, both goalies no, I was are going kind of to need to be spectacular. Throw
0: it the break. Go ahead. You want oh, some break? A more? That's Still it. That's what I got. So please bear with us. All right. Uh, please bear with us here as we're working Good. through some kinks with our new system, our new graphics package and all that. Consummate the candidates for VGK coming up next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. We come to you from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen and your first view each and every day. Chris, what'd yeah. you have for breakfast this morning? Just kidding. Frost ever, since, you know ever since, ever uh, since, ever since that question was asked of John of the Marceau, this team's been on sort of a tear. Thanks, Emily. <laughs> it wasn't Emily.
1: It wasn't it Emily was Kaplan. No, nope, oh, it was Leah, Leah Hextall. It was okay. All right. My bad.
0: Uh, so uh, we did our top three stars, and uh, now it's time to take a look at some of the top. And it might be pretty much the same, but the top oh, VGK Consmite Smythe candidates. Uh, everyone heading into this series is talking about just two players for the Con Smythe, and they're both on Florida. They're both on Florida, perhaps because they wrap their series up first, and then uh, the way that we have seen. Uh, Matthew Kachuk play and Sergei Bobrovsky play and uh, they've done so well um, and they've both been very clutch, if you will, for uh, the Florida Panthers. But uh, VGK, if they go on to win this series, they definitely should have someone who wins the Conn Smythe on this team. And, you know, we did talk. I think, you know, the top candidate, when you look at the overall body of work, if you will, uh, the leading point scorer in the playoffs. Jack Eichel. It has to be Eichel who would be at the top of the list. And I think he's also a sentimental pick because a lot of folks, you know, are rooting for him his first time in the playoffs. Who's rooting for Eichel? The fans in Buffalo. Who do oh. You
1: think? oh, that's my bet. Okay. All right. I forgot about that. I mean, listen, here's a way to look at this. So, possibly from a betting perspective here. Wawrowski and Matt Kachuk are going to cannibalize each other a little bit, um, especially, obviously, if the Vegas Golden Knights do win this series, that's going to give them an automatic jump for, you know, whoever our leading candidate is at the time. So, you know, if you want to try and invest some money, you're going to have to obviously think about if it's going to be Eichel or, you know, another dark horse type of individual. And I'm not going to go against Jack Eichel because he is the, He's where all the eyes go, right? He is the the big acquisition. He's the $10 million player, just like Sergey Babrowski. As far as the media goes outside of Vegas, whoever does get those votes in the Con Smythe, they might just turn their nose to Jack Eichel, no matter what the heck he does in this series. So, uh, talking a little bit about William Carlson, I, I um, hinted on this a little bit in our second segment. So, William Carlson is reminding me of what Duncan Keith did when he won the Con Smythe. As a member of the Chicago Blackhawks in what 2015, whatever, uh, whenever that ended up happening. And Duncan Keith's stat line, he was a plus 16. He had three goals, but he also had 18 assists for 21 points. And right now, William Carlson is 14 points, 10 goals, four assists. So there is a good chance that Carlson's stat line is going to heavily line up with what Duncan Keith did, depending on you know what happens in these next four, five, six, or seven games but you do look at what he's doing on both sides of the puck or on both sides of the ice. And then you also look at the stat line that we talked about, how the five versus five play, he's a 14, VGK is a up 14 to five when goals are scored with William Carlson on the ice and the amount of time he is getting at the, against the other team's top players. And, you know, even when Jay Woodcroft made the comment about, you know, not lining up McDavid against, William Carlson, that is a comment fair, foul, or otherwise. I mean, I'm sure McDavid laughed at it, but fair, foul, or otherwise, that is a comment that the national media will take into consideration when they're putting that checkmark or however they cast that vote, you know, right as uh, the final deciding game is ending. And, Tony, there's a reasonable shot, depending on what happens, that Carlson could get this, especially if he pots another three or four goals, maybe a game winner, and gets another, you know, three or four assists.
0: I'm not sure about that.
1: But back to the goal. You don't want to be sure about that. You don't back want to, to wrap your head around back,
0: that. Well, again, here's a player that scored 14 goals during the regular season. Where was this scoring output? Where was this game? What's he doing? Coasting? Does he want to be the next Ironman, next to Kessel?
1: Listen, you drive, for, you drive for show. You putt for the dough. All right. The regular season is the driving range. The playoffs are the putting green. That's where William Carlson's making his money right now. If EGK wins, I think it'll come down to two players for
0: the Cots Might I think it would be either Jack Eichel or Aiden Hill, because Aiden Hill's going to have to uh, preserve some wins. He's going to have to make that next save, if you will. Mark Stone's going to get some attention, too it just depends if he gets out of his scoring doldrums. I mean, he's, you know, a player that is kind of quiet right now as far as uh, scoring. And as is Riley Smith. Riley Smith, another player that really can't find the back of the net. Uh, What I wanted to say about Hill and Bobrovsky, they each had runs in the last playoff series of 55 or more saves in a row, which is pretty impressive. Um, so That's this could games. definitely That's be two games
1: worth the saves. That's huge. Right,
0: this could definitely be uh, an under series um, because we can't. I can't make a case for them scoring a ton of goals. Um, and in the last series for Bobrovsky, he saved 132 of 135 shots on goal. I mean, this is Remarkable. this will be this is it should be an, an entertaining goaltender series. And if you like defense, I think you'll see a lot of that. And for VGK, they're going to have to, I mean, it is almost imperative that they get out to that early start. They really are going to need to get that first goal because that first goal in some instances could, it could hang on
1: uh, for the game. It definitely can. You look at some of the games against the stars, you know, those were much besides obviously two of the runaway games, one goal, overtime affairs, um, so, yeah, it's going to be imperative to score early and often. And this is where I go back to the long layoff, potentially hurting the Florida Panthers, at least for the first period of game one. Guys, you want a, you want a good bet to make on that first game. Bet VGK in the first period. Um, only, what, four, five, four full days off versus 10 or 11 full days off for the Florida Panthers. There's going to be rust all the hoopla of the game one festivities and everything that's going to happen. If we're going to get Bruce Buffer doing the introductions again, like in 2018 or whatever's going to happen, it's going to catch Florida, you know, a little bit off guard. Whereas VGK, we're used to all this crazy mayhem pregame festivities and, you know, we are a bigger hockey. I think we're a bigger hockey market than Florida. I don't know how the attendance, I think, our attendance numbers are a little bit better, but if I'm They're wrong better. on that, then okay, That's something else we can talk about. I think they have um, a bigger barn uh, there in Florida, but I think the attendance T the, the third are largest barn in the in the in the NHL. Um, I think the United Center and Madison Square Garden are the only two that are bigger. I could be wrong. Um okay. that's how it used to be, at least. I know it was like that a few years ago. I don't know if anything's changed in that. Um, but yeah, I mean, so VGK first period is a bet that I absolutely love um vgk is a minus 140 favorite for the first game and minus between 135 i saw it as high as one minus 150 on this series for vgk today and since then that came down about 10 or 15 cents depending on what house you go with so there's money coming in there's a you got vgk money you got florida money coming in but the books open this at about minus 135 vegas so they feel that this is you know vgk and six seems pretty uh likely if you're going to get the opinion of uh this is not just Las Vegas money either, by the way. This is sports books across the country now. You know, for the first uh, full season for the Vegas Golden Knights, that's when sports betting was just starting to scratch the surface of expansion across the country. So those first, you know, you were playing, you were paying so much tax to bet BGK in that first season because all of, all the money coming in was from Vegas and Nevada, basically. And then now, since sports betting is nationwide, it's not just geared to the the homers uh, betting the Vegas Golden Knights. And the totals should be around five and a half. First game is five and a half, and it's is it one ten on I just looked at this. and uh, I'm just curious. one ten on both sides. So yeah, they got if no, it's the a two to one
0: idea. final in that first game or whatever you think they'll stay stuck, and then uh, they'll have the
1: juice one way or the other. I think they'll keep it at that and they'll move and the juice. theyll'll they will they will just book it and, and instead of gambling against the public, I think they'll just try and book it and get their ten get their fifty uh, fifty on each side and take their ten percent and move on. that's that's just a gut feeling. Aiden Hill,
0: by the way, went one and one against uh, the Florida Panthers. He split the series. He was actually in net for both of those games uh, this past season. Uh, Oddly enough, the way the
1: goaltending carousel's been. (laughs) Isn't
0: that crazy? So they've seen Aiden Hill uh, twice there have the Panthers. Uh, Coming up on tomorrow's show, of course, the preview week continues. Later in the week, we'll have our crossover with the Florida Panthers. And of course, uh, you'll get our predictions and much, much more. We'd like to thank everyone for tuning in, especially our everydayers, you folks that tune in each and every day that are very loyal to this show, regardless of what Chris and I say. For my <laughs> man, Chris Golic, I'm Tony Cardasco. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.